All right. There, we're recording. Cool. So this is uh, season one, episode one of Supernatural. I just got done finishing, finished watching it. I know that I saw it when the show first started. Yes. Um, but, you know, nice recap. Now that I, you know, like I said before, I have a bit of familiarity with the show, but it was pretty cool to see um, some of that, some of these things that happened in the first episode, they're repeated throughout the life of this show. So we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, I am your host, Dan, and you are? His wife, Petty, and a super fan of Supernatural. Yeah, you are like the biggest fan. So why don't you tell me, what was season one? Why don't you not tell me, tell our listeners a brief synopsis of what happened in season one, episode one. What was the name of the episode? It's just called a pilot if oh. you go on IMDb, but I call it the woman in white. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, what happened? Well, we start out uh, first in Lawrence's Can Lawrence, Kansas, 1983. Uh, we see Sam is a baby and Dean is a small child. We find out what happens to um, their mother. And then we go to... Well, let's say what happened to their mother. Um, their mother... This is all... I mean, if people are listening to this and they haven't watched it yet, I mean, spoiler alert. We're going to yeah, oh talk yeah, all about this episode. Spoiler alert for sure. Um, their mother sees someone standing over the crib and assumes it's her husband, John. And she goes downstairs and sees that John is sitting in front of the TV falling asleep. So she runs back upstairs, starts screaming... You see John run up there, and she's no longer in sight. He notices blood dripping off onto Sammy. He looks up, and there's Mary on the ceiling, cut like around her stomach. Also in the house, I mean, she starts on fire. Um, so the house eventually starts on fire. He gets Sam and Dean and himself out, but Mary is gone. Okay, then we jump ahead to the future. That's all that we ever see of that. Right, that's all we ever see of that. We jump ahead to the present, which at that time was 2005. Sammy's in pre-law in Stanford, and Dean comes to tell him that their dad is missing on a hunting trip. Yeah, okay. So after that, he talks Sam into going with him uh, to see what their dad was looking for. And they found out that he was looking for a woman in white. This is a legend that I've looked up, and many cultures have this legend. What it basically is, is some woman who died a tragic death, whether suicide, murder. In this episode, it had to be a woman who killed her children and then couldn't live with the guilt and killed herself. Um, in other legends, it's a woman who is in white because she was killed in her wedding dress. It was her wedding day, things like that. Um, anything else you want to add? I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they, yes, they're in college, hunting trip. Uh, you quickly learn that it's not a regular bear deer hunt, but he's out hunting uh, spirits or something like that. Mm -hmm. They go out, um, they pretend to be cops, they crack the case, and uh, they, the women in white ends up going back to dying again or going to hell or doing something at the end right and uh the well then the very end then we see sam's girlfriend sam's girlfriend is killed the same way as his mother she's up on the ceiling she's you know cut looks like around her stomach 
she's bleeding, and all of a sudden the ceiling explodes on fire. Yep, and then it ends with both standing over the trunk of the car saying, well, we got work to do. Whereas before, he just was just going to go back to law school. So we see how he gets looped back into hunting like his father and his brother were. Um, well, now I guess he's going to go off hunting too and not... I guess law school's over, so... Yes, he... Um had want, he had wanted to be like with his dad and Dean um, and find the thing that killed his mom, even though he was only six months old when she died. So he didn't really remember her. Um, but since it's the same thing that killed his girlfriend, he definitely wants to go out and find this thing and get his revenge. Yeah. All right. Very good. So that's the uh, episode in general. And now let's start right from the very beginning. We see the father is played by Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, looking good. I mean, not quite as cool Negan-esque, but I mean, he still cuts a, you know, he still cuts a nice silhouette. Yes, he does. Uh, some other thoughts there, too, in that opening scene. I mean, this is from when I was a kid. When she, when Mary goes downstairs and checks and there's just like static on the TV, Man, poltergeist, and you just have a staticky TV at night? That was always creeped me out then. Right. Which is weird since I fall asleep with my TV on so much. There was a lot of times as a kid I'd wake up and there'd be a staticky TV. and <laughs> I normally just hid under the covers until <laughs> morning or someone else turned it off. Yeah. I thought I'd get sucked into the television set if I got too close. Never know. That could happen. Um yeah, and uh, one of the things I always talk about, some of my favorite quotes, and this show has a couple of them that I really, really like. Um, the first one is when they decide to, when Sam decides to go with Dean to go look for their dad, he's complaining about Dean's selection of music, and Dean utters the famous line, driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. <laughs> That's like no, one of my favorite. I, I mean, I, I want to go back before that, actually. Uh -huh. And to bring a couple things up, when Sam, I, I can, I gotta make sure I keep these names right. When Sam goes to Dean's college, no, when Dean goes to Sam's college, mm -hmm. they start fighting each other with karate. Do these guys know karate in the future episodes? Well, not so much karate per se, but they are taught how to fight, how to defend themselves against. All these creatures out it was there. It's like some kung fu fighting stuff. <laughs> it, it looked a little odd and out of place. Um, and also, I mean, just going back now to the original characters of Sam and Dean, why wasn't this just a Gilmore Girls spinoff? I think that'll work. They, we have Jared Padalecki, who played Dean on Gilmore Girls. Yes. Now he's playing Sam in there. Could they have just swapped the name and kept it in the Gilmore Girls universe? No, because um, there is no supernatural in the Gilmore Girls universe. That is why they could not do that. All right. Um, the the one quote, you know, if we're talking about fun quotes that come out of this, and is the uh, is, there's a conversation says, you know, when I told Dad I was afraid of the dark, he gave me a forty five. He's like, yeah, so what's wrong with that? Like, well, I was only nine years old. You're supposed to say, don't be afraid of the dark. But the reality is... Well, Dean's response to Sam is, don't be afraid of the dark. What, are you kidding me? Of course you should be afraid of the dark. You know what's out there. 
So yeah, which is pretty good. It kind of sets. I mean, it really sets up that there's this whole universe of monsters out there that they all know about. Yes. Uh, I did. So yeah, the story gets going. And it's a women in white thing. I guess that seems fairly common. Pretty common around Latin America. Yes, it is big around Latin America. Even in the like former Soviet Union, I was looking this up the other day. A lot of countries have different um, versions of the woman in white. Um, and even in the United States, different areas of the country have their own le urban legends of the, the woman in white. Mm -hmm. So initially, when we see the, uh, the kid that goes missing in this episode, he's initially driving down the road, talking to his girlfriend, picks up this girl, and then he says the quote, a girl like you shouldn't be out here late at night or something like that. Have you ever heard the quote, a girl like you? That's never good. It's <laughs> always like a left-handed compliment. <laughs> I mean, a well, girl like you. What the <laughs> hell do you mean by that? Well, and she does like, I mean, she's dressed in this white dress and, you know, has her can see her cleavage and, you know, kind of lifts up her skirt a little bit to show him some knee. Yeah, and then so he, he realizes that this chick's a ghost, gets scared, takes off. That little VW Rabbit, did you know how much it spun its tires? I didn't really pay attention. I really don't think a VW Rabbit's just going to have a squealing burnout away from anything. <laughs> oh, come on, why not? Those seem like pretty underpowered cars for <laughs> how quickly they made that one sound. Um, but, you know, in that, there's a chick in the back, you know, the, the chick. The, the woman in white ends up in his back seat then while driving away from the house that he thought he was going to drop her off at. And I don't know if you've ever had anyone hiding in the <laughs> rear seats of your vehicle. I have, and it is an insanely frightening experience. You yes. are traumatized for quite a while. And we'll check your back seats in, at night for a long, long time. Well, what I wanted to ask you, Dan, is when um, they get to the house, her house, and he goes, you know, he could tell obviously the house was abandoned. He mentioned something about you can't live, you can't possibly live here. No one lives here. And he goes to talk to her, and she, you know, she's missing, and he thinks it's a joke. Ha ha, a nice joke. Gets out of the car, start looking for her. Now I gotta ask you, would you have gotten out of the car and started looking for her? Or would it have been like, all right, be that way, I'm out of here? Oh, I would like to think that right then I'd be like, ugh, I have done the wrong drugs somewhere and they are catching up with me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, to see someone in your vehicle and then they just vanish, I don't think I'd have just got out of the car. I probably would have just drove off, but so even though all that spooky stuff happens, what actually chases him away from the house is a bird flying out of the house. That's what scares him. Like, what, none of this other crap spooked <laughs> you out yet? Yeah. Well, and I like to think, you know, like these guys, it's always men that are missing because it is a woman, but it's like all these guys that are um, unfaithful to their women that, they pick, that these women in white pick up. I'm thinking, why is it that men have to think with the wrong head? <laughs> Well, we can get into biology another day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I was like, oh, that girl had a, you know, he, she was looking for unfaithful guys. Now, did she consider him 
she was just going to lure him to be unfaithful then, right? We don't know that he was unfaithful before that, but it seemed like he was pretty much game for it because he got really excited. Yes. She said, we're going to go back to my house. Yeah, I think the fact that he was all for, you know, his response should have been, oh, no, 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 I've got a girlfriend or whatever. Or just, yeah, I'll drop you off. Where do you live? He he was instantly, you could almost hear the boing in his pants. (laughs) Right, right. So that ends that she uh, she takes the takes control of the car and drives him into a river or something like that. Uh, no, she doesn't. Where did she didn't take control of this kid's car? She took control of the Impala. She just scared the other guy off to drive off the bridge. Then? No, were you not watching the same show I was watching? I was. So the guy's driving down the road. The the ghost girl is. Now he's fled the house. Ghost Girl is back in his car. He's driving to the bridge. And then where'd he go? He's on the bridge. All of a sudden, you, his brakes, you know, he slams on his brakes. The car gets to the side of the bridge. And you see the car rocking. And all of a sudden, blood explodes all over on the inside. Oh, uh, okay. So he got ripped apart inside the car. Pretty much. Neato. All right. Well, then it was commercial break and we come back. Right? Yes. I don't have my notes written down by commercial breaks. I just put down things I thought were interesting. So, yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Well, we're going to have to keep a little better show log here as synopsis. Yeah. So, all right. So, what am I trying to... Sam and Dean show up on the scene. They're investigating. Right. It looks really easy to uh, impersonate law enforcement. And I know that this is something that they do, like, in every episode, probably. Yes. They have badges and fake names for everything. Yes. But, Um, you know, it's interesting. They got caught using a fake badge right away. They also were using fake credit cards. They got caught for using those. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, John and Dean had to run a credit card scam because they don't get paid for what they do. And um, so, yeah. Now, at this point, when they're off investigating, how far away from Sam's school are they? Because he keeps complaining that he's got to be back on Monday. How far away were they? Well, they're still in California. They're in Jericho, California. And And he he was in school where? In Stanford, at Stanford. Pre-law. So I don't know how far away that would be. But it's so within the state. So just Jericho to Stanford. How many yeah. hours is that? I don't think very far. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. He seemed pretty whiny about that getting back for <laughs> an interview. Well, that's an interview for law school. It was his entire future. That's true. Okay, so where do we want to go from here then? Oh, uh, Okay. So they get in a tangle with the woman in white. Yes, they do. They end up chasing him down, getting in a tangle. Dean, uh, they, they run him down on the, the bridge. They're investigating. The car gets taken control of, and they get run down. And uh, Dean has to jump off the bridge, lands in the water. Sam just, I guess, hangs on to the edge or something. He doesn't. But Sam is like mud, head to toe. Dean is mud. Head Dean to is mud, head to toe. And... He gets back in that beautiful car. (laughs) 
I don't know about you, but if I was just with my brother and it's the middle of the night, I am dry. I am taking all my clothes off and driving home <laughs> naked. There is no way I would have climbed into that car covered in mud. That's true. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. But um, then they go to the hotel and they find the room that their dad was staying in, and they realize that he figured out it was a woman in white, also. And this is an interesting thing, too. So they pick the lock to go into their dad's room at the hotel. Yes. I would assume that they, they were also renting a room, and they, got, they found out that his dad was there because they had the same fake cards. Right. Um, so they pick the lock to dad's room. They get in there. What I thought was funny then is then that's where he, uh, he took a quick shower to get cleaned up. And then all of his clothes were also cleaned as well. Whose clothes did he put on? Well, you know, Dean travels a lot, so I would think that he has extra clothes packed in the in the car. That could be, yeah. So he gets cleaned up, doesn't go back to their, their own room to do that. Yeah, <laughs> they don't in, even use that room. Yeah, they're in Dad's room. Of course, possibly they didn't even rent a room because they, you know, the guy at the hotel said, oh, it must be a family reunion because I got someone else with this last name. And then they immediately show the boys breaking into his room. So maybe they just... No, he didn't say, is there a family reunion? I think he said, is there a convention? Something like that. Yeah, which I thought was funny. You know, just two people with oddball names. Two different people with the exact same oddball name. There was a convention of those people. <laughs> Uh, in the notebook then, busted by the cops pretty shortly after there. Um, yeah. In the notebook, though, the cop figures out that he's, his name's Dean. Sam gets away to go, uh, go out to the house and figure this out some more. Well, Sam gets away and he, go, he finds the woman's late, not late, she's a late wife, woman's husband who is still alive and asks him questions about Yep. The woman. Yep. Kind of sniffs it out that this guy was a jerk. And uh, so they know that the, what they're dealing with then, what kind of entity, a woman in white. So they kind of know the rules, I guess. I guess that's a good part about like figuring out what the creature is, because then they know what the rules are and how to fight it and what they got to do and what the problem is, right? Right. Um, and that's kind of why they were surprised that <clears throat> if their dad had found this, why he didn't take care of the problem, why she was still, you know, haunting the road. Because he would have found her grave and dug her up and salted and burned the bones, and that would have been it. But as Sam figures out, she's tied to the house where she had killed her children because she was afraid to go back in there and face their spirit. Yep. So they go back. Well, then road in the book is Dean... 35-111. I'm assuming in the future we'll figure out what that means. Um, actually, we found out in this episode what it means. That's how their dad... Coordinates. Uh, coordinates. Coordinates to what? We don't know. Yeah. Dean, Sam told him. Blackwater Ridge in Colorado. Oh, okay. I guess I missed that part. Yeah. Um, the ghost attacks again. It's in the car, then... Sam just goes and straight up drives the car into the house. And uh, then the mother's back at home. The little children's spirits come and grab her and pull her down into hell or something like that. Yes. I believe they do go to hell. Another fun 
thing about this car though what is this car made out of because it just drove straight into the side of a farmhouse in old school construction with real two by fours i do not think a car could have smashed through that wall well we're not talking a ford fiesta here we're talking a 1967 chevy impala maybe if it had some speed but he only had like a five foot run at it huh. i don't know we'll have to see what other amazing feats this car does this car is awesome. Do they ever do any jumping and, uh, you know, give a yeehaw like Duke style? No. <laughs> if Sam ever did that to the car, Dean would have to kill him. Um, and I don't know if you noticed this, the, the car's license plate was KAZ2Y5. Um, what that is alluding to is KAZ is, of course, Kansas, where um, Sam and Dean were born and lived most of their life. And 2Y5 refers to the year 2005 because that's the year Supernatural came out. Mm. This little something. That's neat. They put that in there. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, there was a part here where the ghost was attack attacking Sam, and it did physical harm to him. So this establishes then, too, in this show that ghosts can physically harm humans. Or, like, typically, that was, like, Asian or, you know... Um, yeah, Asian folklore, ghost stories. Ghosts can harm people, but kind of in Western ghost stories, ghosts don't harm people more as like scare them into doing something to harm themselves. Right. So I thought that was interesting. It's, you know, more just kind of rule setting for the, for the show. Yes, and in order for a, a spirit to have that power, they have to be dead for quite a while to learn how to manipulate objects in our reality if you want to call it that um and it's usually a vengeful spirit someone who dies a tragic or unfortunate death um doesn't move on to either heaven or hell and is stuck here on earth they eventually go wacko and vengeful spirit and yeah they're able to do some damage to you all right interesting uh that's really all i have from it i mean it was kind of this nice pilot kind of laid down the rules of the universe, set the story in motion that they're chasing their dad down. Um, dad is trying to figure out why his wife died, and uh, now Sam's pissed because his girlfriend's dead of the same thing. Yes, they're all trying to track down this uh, demon that killed Mary, who is Sam and Dean's father, or mother, and Jess, who is Sam's girlfriend. And why he killed Jess the same way, we don't know. What she had to do with it, we don't know. But he did. Okay. Anything else from this episode? Uh, no. Not that I can really think of. Uh, no. That's about it. Yeah. Not a bad time. Yeah. That's fun. Fun time was had by all. Except for the spirit. She ended up in hell. But, you know, shit happens. Well, and all the burned up people. It has sucked for them. Well, yeah, Mary and Jess, that really wasn't a pleasant thing for them either. I mean, and now obviously Sam is the, uh, he's now probably a suspect in a murder um, arson investigation case, right? Well, I would assume not. No, it wasn't an arson because, I mean, he and Dean were there when the police and the fire department arrived, so... I mean, they would just, he would just be a victim of a fire again. Yeah, but 
still his girlfriend's dead inside and has <laughs> lacerations like I'm pretty sure the cops would want to keep tracks on keep track on everyone around and I'm sure they do yeah and those two nuts would have been high on that list <laughs> two nuts so did you have any other thoughts I saw you writing a lot of notes and things no, I like pretty that. much covered all of my huh. stuff yeah me too um I thought the fourth time I've seen that episode, so I um, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not really too much to unlock yet. There's no like interpersonal relationships that we're sitting here dissecting all that much. It's kind of yeah. No, I mean, you can tell they act like brothers. They smack each other upside the head, or you know, stuff like that, like brothers do. They call each other names. Sam will call. Sam will say jerk to Dean, and then Dean will turn around and say bitch to Sam. So, you know, that's kind of a running thing, too. Which, when someone calls me bitch, that is just the most grinding word in existence. Well, wait till we introduce a character that comes a few seasons later. <laughs> I don't mind being called bitch, because that's just what it is, you know. Yo, bitch, what up, you know. But it really bothers Dan, so. Yeah. Not pleasant, I don't think. All right, well, that's about all I've got. That's You're all, all set? I've got? Yes, I am all set. Wonderful. And that'll do it for us. Tune in tomorrow as we are on to episode two Wendigo. 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 And the further adventures of Sam and Dean. <laughs> <laughs>